Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are about to begin a new study entitled Agents of Darkness and the New World Order Agenda. Throughout the information that we will cover, we will be following an outline that maps the progression of Lucifer's goal to usurp the one and only true God of all creation and to rule in his stead. This rebellious and demonic agenda is as old as the Garden of Eden and was birthed even before that event when pride entered into Lucifer's heart. But it has been accelerating in intention and power with each new decade that history has recorded having now reached a crescendo in the world's events of today. The web that this dread enemy has woven is diabolical and sophisticated and holds within it so many components that time will not allow us to cover each and every mechanism that he has orchestrated in its formation. But we will cover some of its most prominent features, which should give us a clear picture of the darkened kingdom he is fashioning and the throne of power that he will sit upon, where he will execute his authority over all people on earth. That is, until Jesus returns and crushes his futile plans. If there is any doubt that such a plan is in force, we have only to look to Scripture to confirm the enemy's true intentions. In Isaiah fourteen thirteen to 14 it is written, But you have said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will make myself like the Most High. Scripture also confirms that there will be a new one-world order, which will be ruled by Lucifer's agent of lawlessness. In a God Questions ministry commentary, they give insight to this biblical evidence where they write, in his apocalyptic vision in the book of Revelation, the Apostle John sees the beast, also called the Antichrist, rising out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. Combining this vision with Daniel's similar one, we can conclude that some sort of world system will be inaugurated by the beast, the most powerful horn, who will defeat the other nine. John goes on to describe the ruler of this vast empire as having power and great authority which was given to him by Satan, being followed by and receiving worship from all the world, and having authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. From this description, it is logical then to assume that this person is the leader of a one-world government which is recognized as sovereign over all other governments. On the basis of that proven premise, we will therefore begin to investigate some of the most prominent organizations and people that Lucifer has set in place and which have been laid as stones, forming the path which is leading to his final goal of universal power and authority over all the world. While the first failed attempt at this One World Order agenda was engineered at the Tower of Babel, with Nimrod as the first type and symbol representing the Antichrist, 
we are going to fast forward to 1776 and the creation of an organization dubbed as the Illuminati. While this nefarious society is thought by many to be only part of many other conspiracy theories, or merely a fantasy birthed from superstitious imagination and embellishment, it is indeed very real and is a prominent player in the universal schemes of the enemy that he has laid in order to deceive, entrap, and control the world and the people who are part of it. In a commentary written for LambertDolphin.org, entitled, Satan's Final Empire, the New World Order, they write that the Illuminati were an order within an order of Freemasons. It was founded on May 1, 1776, by a man named Adam Weisop, who was a college professor in Ingolstadt, Bavaria, a part of modern Germany. Gary Kaw, who is an author proficient in the study and research of the New World Order and its components, cites John Robinson, an 18th-century historian and prominent Mason, who is quoted as saying that the express aim of the order was to abolish Christianity and to overturn government. Weisop said that the name Illuminati was derived from Lucifer and means holders of the light. The Bible refers to Lucifer, also known as Satan, which means God's adversary, as a created angel who rebelled against God and was cast out from heaven with a third of the angelic realm who enjoined his mutiny. In July of 1782, a conference was held at the Masonic Congress of Wilmensbad, and it was at this time that the Illuminati reached the zenith of its power. Their meaning solidified Weisop and his order as the undisputed head of the occult one-world movement. Weisop also forged an alliance with the growing Rothschild Banker Network. To understand this connection more fully, we learn that in 1773, Mayor Amschel Rothschild assembled 12 of his most influential friends and convinced them that if they all pulled their resources together, that they could rule the world. And if I may interject here, it is likely that the fact that there were 12 friends who were chosen by Rothschild to take part in his plan to control the world was not just a coincidence. The number 12 in Scripture signifies the perfection of government or rule. Jesus chose 12 disciples to serve him in his ministry work. God's chosen people, the Israelites, were also divided into 12 tribes. And Satan, being a master counterfeiter, also uses the number 12 in his deceptions. Another example of this counterfeiting is the European Union, whose flag features 12 gold stars, which we will be covering in more depth in a future message. But getting back to the commentary, the meeting that Rothschild had convened took place in Frankfurt, Germany, where he informed those present that he had found the perfect candidate an individual of incredible intellect and ingenuity to lead the global organization he had envisioned. This superstar he had chosen was none other than Adam Weisop. It was then, on May 1, 1776, that Adam Weisop, whose codename was Spartacus, with the backing of the immense wealth of Mayor Rothschild, established a secret society called the Order of the Illuminati. As a point of interest, Weisop was the professor of canon law at the University of Ingolstadt in Bavaria 
giving insight to the fact that many of the people that the world would consider to be upright individuals are not as they seem. Behind their superficial and dignified facade, they are in actuality nefarious agents of darkness. The primary goal of the Illuminati has always been to establish a new one-world order, and their objectives have been made very clear. They are the abolition of all ordered governments, abolition of private property, abolition of inheritance, abolition of patriotism, abolition of the family, abolition of religion, and the creation of a new world government. This same pattern is found to be woven into every nefarious plan of the enemy that he has been formulating from the beginning of time up until today, with the likes of the Great Reset and the UN's Agenda 2030 for Sustainable Development, to name just two of the several organizations that work hand-in-hand with the many secret societies and which have been developed in a networking conglomeration that is forming the enemy's darkened earthly kingdom. In a commentary written for Lamb and Lion Ministries entitled The Illuminati, Albert Pike, and a Letter to Mazzini, they expound on the Illuminati's direct connection to Freemasonry. They write, Adam Weisop formed the Order of Perfectionist on May 1, 1776, which to this day is celebrated as May Day throughout many Western countries. The Order of Perfectionists later became known as the Illuminati, a secret society whose name means Enlightened Ones. Although the Order was said to be founded to provide an opportunity for the free exchange of ideas, Weisop's background as a Jesuit seems to have influenced the actual character of the society, such that the express aim of this Order became to abolish Christianity and to overturn all civil governments. The Jesuits have always had, and to this day, still hold with passion, the desire and plan for a new one-world order. An Italian revolutionary leader, Giuseppe Mazzini, a 33rd-degree Mason, was selected by the Illuminati to head the worldwide operations in 1834. Mazzini also founded the Mafia in 1860. Because of Mazzini's revolutionary activities in Europe, the Bavarian government cracked down on the Illuminati and other secret societies for allegedly plotting a massive overthrow of Europe's monarchies. As the secrets of the Illuminati were revealed, they were persecuted and eventually disbanded, only to re-establish themselves in the depths of other organizations, of which Freemasonry was one. During his leadership, Mazzini enticed Albert Pike into the now, formally disbanded, but still very much operating Illuminati. Pike was fascinated by the idea of a one-world government, and when asked by Mazzini, readily agreed to write a ritual volume that guided the transition from average high-ranking Mason into a top-ranking Illuminati Mason known as the 33rd Degree. Since Mazzini also wanted Pike to head the Illuminati's American chapter, he clearly felt that Pike was worthy of such a task. Mazzini's intention was that once a Mason had made his way up the Freemason ladder and proven himself worthy, the highest-ranking members would be offered membership into the secret society within a society. 
It is for this reason that most Freemasons vehemently deny the evil intentions of their fraternity. Since the vast majority never reached the 30th degree, they would not be aware of the real purpose behind Masonry that is hidden by the superficial benevolent activities that the Order propagates. When instructing Pike how the volume should be developed, Mazzini wrote to Pike that the federations should continue just as they are, but that a super-right, which would be revealed only to the highest degrees, would control the universal plan held within its secret and sacred dogmas. Primarily, to participate in the creation of a universal and one-world order of power and control. And this is where we must pause for now, beloved. Please join me next time as we continue to shine the light of God's truth into Lucifer's darkened agenda, while pointing the way to Jesus Christ the Savior, the only true giver of salvation's promise, and the eternal life that He alone can guarantee. And, as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com. Dot agape light ministries dot com.